This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Welcome to my annual roundup of my favorite products, stories, and brands from Global Pet Expo 2020. From the floor of the Orange County Convention Center in Orlando, Florida, you're listening to Bark and Swagger, and I'm Jody Miller-Young, your host. We're going to do things a little bit differently this year. In addition to bringing you stylish brands I love and rescue stories, I came across some brands that are outside of the fashion or rescue realm, but I thought were really interesting, and I thought could give us information to help us take better care of our fur babies. So let's get to it. We've got a lot of ground to cover. I'm going to take a quick word from our sponsor, so grab that favorite beverage, get comfortable, and we'll be right back. It's designerpetsweaters.com. Hand-knitted designer sweaters for your precious pup or cool cat. Beautiful couture patterns for your pets, including custom-knitted formal wear, casual wear, yachting, and even sports-themed. Many designer pet sweaters include feathered tammy hats, top hats, and a lot of sparkle. Each sweater includes leg loops, front paw sleeves, and leash opening. Visit designerpetsweaters.com to order your four-legged fashions today. Large or small, we fit them all. Designerpetsweaters.com Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com Welcome back. You're listening to Bark and Swagger on Pet Life Radio, and I'm Jody Miller-Young, your host. We're here on the floor of Global Pet Expo 2020, one of the largest trade shows in the world in the pet space. And we're bringing you fresh new stories, styles, brands, rescue stories, and information in general to take better care of our babies. So there's a lot to cover. Let's get started. How many of you are like me and you're just tired of wrestling with your dog to brush teeth, but we know how important it is that their mouths are healthy because we know that an unhealthy mouth leads to disease and a shorter lifespan? We love our pets. We don't want that. So I love the name of this company and it caught my attention when I was walking by. It's called Teef, T-E-E-F. So I wanted to see more. I wanted to learn more. And I'm here now with David Levy, the executive VP of the company, and he's going to teach us some really interesting things about how to keep our dog's mouths healthy. Hey, David. Hey, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you? Great. Thanks for stopping by and learning more about Teeth. My pleasure. Tell us what's behind Teeth. So Teeth has been in the works for 10 years. It was actually created by Dr. Emily Stein, PhD from Stanford, after her grandmother had a stroke from dental disease. Flew out to see grandma in the Midwest, and because Emily, Dr. Stein, was a microbiologist, took a swab of her, mo- her grandmother's mouth, went back to Stanford, and started looking at what bacteria is causing disease that's causing cardiovascular issues and strokes. And she was able to figure out, by literally years, 10 years, like I said, figuring out four simple, natural, active ingredients 
that individually or together even a pregnant woman can take. And under FDA regulations, it's called GRASS ingredients, generally recognized as safe. And what the technology does is basically goes in and inhibits bad bacteria from being able to eat sugar. So it shuts down the sugar receptors, which then doesn't allow the bad bacteria to secrete acid, which then other bad bacteria can't eat because they have nothing to live off of. But what's most important is because our product is a prebiotic, a soil-based prebiotic, it increases the good bacteria in the mouth. That being said, our product doesn't just work on plaque and tartar that you see. It more importantly works on the bacteria that we don't see. Because most people don't understand the tooth itself, including in humans, sits 60% below the gum line. So by the dog, and our product is actually a water additive, it's a powder that's added to the dog's water every day, and it should be done from the dog's a puppy all the way to senior. And a matter of fact, if you don't take care of your dog's teeth, you can actually reduce the life of your pet by one-third of its lifespan. And that's huge. Yeah. Now, so when we're brushing our dog's teeth, based on what you just told me, what are we actually doing? You're basically just moving bacteria around and maybe removing some of what you think is what's causing dental disease, which is plaque and tartar. The reality is just like us in humans, we brush our teeth, but guess what? We're moving bacteria around. And if you're using both for humans and pets, if you're using a toothpaste, if you're using a mouthwash, guess what? If you're using a mouthwash and as alcohol, you're killing not just the bad bacteria, you're killing the good as well. And as I asked you earlier, can you think of a single human dental product that we actually ingest? And your answer was? No. No. The reason for that is it's toxic if we ingest it. So today, a lot of our competitors in this space that use water additives are actually using human-grade products, which is great that they're human-grade. Problem is, they were never meant to be swallowed or ingested. And they're toxic. They're chlorine. Even some of them have the guts to put on the back of their package. Not safe for children, not for domestic animals. So if you have anything at home, you should actually check the back of the package and read it because they actually have to state it. Usually it's really small. The more important part, though, is a lot of us are out there giving our dogs a dental treat. So as I said earlier, our product shuts down the sugar receptors, mm-hmm. right? Carbohydrates, what do they turn into? Sugar. Turn into sugar. They feed the bad bacteria. So you may see some of the plaque and tartar mechanically be removed from the tooth, but that dental treat you're giving the pet isn't actually going to get to the bacteria. Now, not in a million years would I say stop giving your dog treats because I'll never stop giving my dog treats. But guess what? I make sure that the dental bacteria is removed by giving her teeth every day. Our product currently is meant for dogs. It's safe for cats, and my 19-year-old cat drinks it, has no bad breath as a 19-year-old cat that has to be fed wet food, which is better for your cat. But once we're done biohacking the cat's mouth, we will have a cat product out. Wow. And it doesn't t- it's tasteless. I tasted it. I tasted it myself just now. But we also, no taste. And for those of you out there that want to use our human product, we also make this for humans. The human product is a mint that you let melt in your mouth. Take it three times a day. The most important time is at the end of the day, after you've brushed your teeth and before you've gone to bed. Because guess what? Bacteria do not go to sleep and they do not take vacations, which means you have to do this every day. You wouldn't stop brushing your teeth. You wouldn't stop doing healthy things for yourself. Dental disease is the, one of the number one causes of shorter lifespan for us and our pets. So you've got to take care of your mouth. If you don't have a good 
oral hygiene and a good mouth, you probably don't have good health. We know this. So, so important. Where can people find teeth? So we are going into stores nationally, but if you want to buy it on Amazon, if you want to buy it through our website, teethhealth.com, both our human and our pet products are available there. Perfect. I like buy everything on Amazon, so I'm sure you do too. It's very easy. Click, yeah, click and go home. Thanks so much. Thank really appreciate it. I, so do I. Thank you so much. You know, I bring you everything that I love uh, that I see here at Global every year, and I'm walking the aisles, and I see these really cool distressed wood and metal dog bowls. So, of course, I had to stop in. Um, I found Aaron Klein, a salesperson for Loving Pets, and he's going to tell us a little bit about it. Hey, Aaron. Hey, Jody. Thanks for stopping by. We really appreciate it. Um, part of our new um, double diners, we're doing this new distressed wood, which is really um, popular right now. Uh, the nice thing about these is they're handcrafted. So each one is unique in its own. And we, um, we have stainless steel bowls in it, so you're still getting your bacteria-resistant and rust-proof, which we guarantee for life. But you're getting that unique look of beautiful wood where you know each item is going to have a little bit of its own look to it because it's natural. Um, the other nice thing about it is we have three different sizes for it, so you can fit it for all different types of dogs. And we also have a, t- a few different um, styles. So if you want something, you know, we have some that say woof on them. They're actually carved in. We have some with paws, and then we have uh, some different colored woods, some cherry. So a lot of different choices and really fancy, nice, high quality for, you know, if you really want to put together that great feeding station at your house, this is definitely where you want to be looking. It's beautiful. And, you know, farmhouse to table. Why shouldn't it be for our dogs, too? Um, if you have home decor that's more in the warm tones, these woof bowls, you'll see photos of it on the site, can be perfect. Um, the ones with the paw prints have a bit of a gray tone to it, so that will work with both warm and cool. So you're covered here. Let's walk over here because I saw another collection. I think it's called Le Bowl. Yes, Le Bowl. Around the corner here, Yeah. These are colorful, guys. bowls that we make. Um, the real elegance to these is that they give off a, a uh, ceramic look, which people really like. But unfortunately, ceramic is very brittle, and it breaks. So what we did is we created a stainless steel bowl, and we paint them with beautiful colors, and then we um, polymer coat them, a safe food polymer coating, which gives them a nice shine, which gives them that ceramic look. Um, so in my opinion, probably our most beautiful bowl we also have a full rubber bottom that is bonded directly to the bowl. That keeps it from sliding around, which is very convenient. As well, the bowl can go in the dishwasher. So all around, um, it's a great usable bowl that is really um, very beautiful and can really add some nice colors to your um, pet set. And the colors are great. You've got like a lime green, a peacock blue. You've got a gray. You've got a magenta, a red. I don't know if there are more colors in the collection. Are these your... Your five colors. The five colors that we've been going with right now, which is a good amount. We're doing really well with all of them. I don't know if there's any future colors, um, but we do expand a lot of our bowls into new colors, so that's definitely a possibility. I do think with these five, um, you got a couple. You got a neutral color. You got a couple of blues, some some purples. So there's a lot of choices there. Um, The other nice thing about it is that we um, emboss a nice little paw print into the uh, center of the bowl, which you'll see on the site, 
and I think that gives it a nice little cute touch to it as well. Exactly. You'll see pictures of these bowls on the Bark and Swagger page of the Pet Life Radio site. Uh, it's a ribbed stainless bowl, and it is really, really cute. Now, Aaron, you know my show is all about living stylishly with your dog and rescue. So I have heard you that. told me an amazing story um, that relates to the brand but also relates to you personally. Please share it. So I was out on a, um, a business call. I was, I'm from New Jersey. I live in New Jersey. I was in Alabama, and I got in late. I actually forgot some of my clothes, so I had to make a stop that I wasn't going to make. After that stop, I actually I missed my turn, and I had taken the next turn. And um, down the road in, uh, in the middle of the intersection, looked like drinking out of a puddle, I saw this big thing. I wasn't sure what it was. I stopped. I turned my car lights towards it. It was pretty late, like midnight. There was really nobody around. And um, I noticed it was this beautiful white boxer with the, the black eye patch and everything. And being from New Jersey, I don't really see a lot of strays like that. And, you know, I love dogs. And I was very concerned about if this dog was lost. Ended up, he started to run. And I, I called out for him. He stopped, and um, I asked him to come over by me, and he did. And um, Which is I, amazing, by the way. Yes. I, was, um, I have uh, thoughts every once in a while about whether or not if I hadn't asked him to stop, he would have kept running, and I never would have had him. So I am, I'm really happy that I, I, I made that choice. And um, turned out he was pretty well-trained, and um, I was calling the local people. There really wasn't anyone around to, to help out. So um, I had some treats, and actually for my trip, I had some my natural value chicken tenders, which are my favorite treat. I gave him some of those, and he certainly loved them. He gave me paw. He, I knew he was a trained dog. So with that being said, I couldn't leave him there. And I brought him into my car. I brought him back to my motel. I fed him. He slept with me on the bed because he was crying all night. And um, I actually brought him to my meeting the next day, which everybody there was um, immediately in love with him. They, they, they were very happy that um, I had brought him off the street and they assisted me. Jeffers Pet is a great company that we work with and they really went above and beyond to get this dog uh, to the vet for me because I had to fly home and they took care of him for two weeks and they got him on a shuttle for me with no charge and he was driven from Alabama all the way to New York where I picked him up on Valentine's Day and we brought him back and um, one thing I did forget to mention when I had got him um, I had sent all the videos to my wife overnight and when she had seen him in the morning her and her stepdaughter my stepdaughter called me and they said they, they wanted me to bring this dog home and they wanted to name him Buster so I immediately was, you know, trying to make that happen. I wanted to make sure he didn't have a, an owner. So I took him to the local vet and um, I had his, his microchip checked out and they had a phone number for him and they called the phone number and the phone number was no longer in service. So whoever had registered him was no longer around. But they did have some information on him and they told me he was about five years old and they told me his name was Buster already. Wow. So, Meant to be, huh? Yes, it was. Um, it was like the icing on the cake. At that point, I was like, I got to I got to bring this dog home now. It was meant for us. And honestly, it changed my outlook because I always envision me and when I get my dogs as buying a new puppy just to have a new puppy and have what I want. But saving a dog, rescuing the dog really changed my outlook on that. And there's no better feeling than when I see him and I know he knows and he comes up next to me and he has a special bond with me. So I would definitely recommend it to anybody out there. If you have the chance, bring him into your life. If I know it's it, he's cost me, you know, it's, it's expensive and all, but it, in the end, it, it doesn't matter. 
he's still with us and we love him very much. You're going to get to see Buster on the page because Aaron's sending me some photos, which I'm going to put up there. So it's a beautiful story, totally meant to be. And sometimes what comes into your life is exactly what you want. That is correct. And I, I thank you for letting me share the story, Jody. I hope it um, sheds a light to other people that are maybe thinking about rescuing a dog into their life. Thank you. Thank you for sharing it. So where can people find Loving Pets and find your product? Well, you know, we're distributed all across the country. We, um, our website is www.lovingpetsproducts.com. Uh, we have the number one selling dog bowl in the industry called the Bella Bowl. So you should definitely check that out. And we manufacture USA made treats in our cranberry facility in New Jersey. We are a very large facility. We are SQF certified, which we are the gold standard for safe quality manufacturing. So uh, definitely look out for our USA made treats and our, our bowls. And um, we're very proud of the products we put out. And I think you guys will, will really find good use out of them. Thank you so much, Aaron. No problem, Jody. Thank you. So how many of you have like a Chewy Vuitton or what else do you have here? Like another one of uh, these fantastic, inspired by designers that we love but probably can't afford toys for your dog. I know I do. I have several of them. So when I pass by the booth that makes them, has them, and a lot more, I definitely had to stop by. It's called Hot Diggity Dog, and I'm here with Bruce Haas, one of the owners of the company. Hi, Jody. Hi, how are you? I'm great. It's nice to be here. Thank you so much. So let's first start with the toys, because I talked about the toys. I know you Absolutely. said you have a couple of new ones. Let's just because it is radio, and although they'll be able to see photos, um, tell uh, my listeners a little bit about what you have to offer. Absolutely. So we are the designer parody plush dog toy, the original designer parody plush dog toy. We're Hot Diggity Dog, and we have a couple of different collections. We have our Muttini Bar collection, which features your favorite booze and beverages, all done as a parody. So new for spring, we have our best-selling LaCroix in new Barking Berry flavor. Oh, I love we also have White Paw for the millennials instead of White Claw. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so cute. Tequila is really hot right now, so we have Casa Mutko's tequila. And we also George have Clooney fan. Exactly. And Kennel One Potanical with no sugar, of course. No calories, no sugar. <laughs> so those are the hot new spring-summer drink toys that we're offering here. We also have our classics like our Wolf Clico, which is rosé all day. We have our Garona beer. Furball, it just goes on and on. Dog Perignon, Kennel One, Arf Salute. There so is something for everyone. Literally, and they come in three different sizes. So big dogs, little dogs, in between dogs, we've got one for everybody. So. Great to know. Let's move over to the fashion. Absolutely. We have to start with Chewy Vuitton because we're known for that. So uh, we have our monogram collection. We have the checker, Damier pattern. We have a brand new Barkin bag uh, with a scarf detail. And of, and, of course, we have our fun parody on the back as well. It says Rich Bitch on the back, okay? <laughs> I don't know if and I can, can I radio. just tell you how cute these toys are? You're definitely going to have to look at them on the site. Absolutely. Wagantino Sandal is brand new. It is sandal season, so get your dog ready with a pair of Wagantino Sandal toys. A must. <laughs> a must, absolutely. The new Doggy or Bark Tote, uh, right on trend, of course. And then some of our classics, the Jimmy Choo, the Manolo Barknik, and the Tory Bark Shoe, all super popular. 
They're wonderful. But one thing that I noticed when I first came into the booth is your new bowls. Yes. This collection is, there's something for everyone, and it's really pretty, too. Uh, tell us about it. Absolutely. So we're introducing the bowls and placemats here. There's our Chewy Vuitton monogram collection. So that's for the fashionista dog, for sure. We also have our Starbucks Frenchie Roast collection for all the Frenchie <laughs> lovers out there. And then last but certainly... And coffee lovers. Right, right, right. And then last but certainly not least, we have our Wolf Clicquot Rosé All Day collection. And uh, obviously that's for all of us who like to <laughs> cheers in the afternoon. So You're uh, here. We think your dog should dine in style, absolutely. So uh, we're really pleased with the response. We're having a great response. It's beautiful. Where can people find you? We are sold in specialty boutiques across America, pet boutiques, gift stores. We're also in finer department stores like uh, Saks, Nordstrom, Bloomingdale. So look for us everywhere. Perfect. And if people want to go to a site, is there a site that they can see? Absolutely. You can shop online at hotdiggitydog.com. Thank you, Bruce, so much. Thank you, Jody. Pleasure. You know her. Every year I have to stop by her booth because not only do I love her, she's amazing people, but I love what she makes. This is Jeannie Chin, JCLA. Those fantastic bags with the silhouettes, uh, the Rescue Me bags, and her, like, hide your dog and don't let anybody know that your dog is there when you want to go out with your dog bags. She'll tell you more. Hey, Jeannie, it's great to see you. Hey, it's wonderful to see you. Um, yeah, you're talking about the Diamond Cut Carrier and the Featherweight Smuggler. We also have the new backpacks. It, they're all, they look like regular bags. The dog can see out, no one can see in. And we're just selling them fast. <laughs> um, but what else is new? We have, we started out with just the little round John Lennon glasses. Well, now we have medium-sized ones. We, we're getting some large ones in as well. We have classes that for medium dogs that look like Chloe. Some are heart reflective with rhinestone. We have Hollywood square rim. I mean, we have everything. It's so much fun. And people walk by and laugh. And you put one on your dog in the shop, and that's the end of it. You're just selling them all day. So. Oh, please, attention grabber. Hello. They're adorable. I'll take some pictures. You'll be able to see them. We're all about the bling. We have these fabulous crowns now in three different styles. It's like Glenda the Good Witch for dogs. <laughs> Beautiful crystals and very affordable. So those are also blowing out. Um, And just tons of blingy bows with crystals and wonderful things. We're just having a great time at the show. That's awesome. Just remind people where they can find you. JCLABoutique.com. Perfect. Thank you, Jeannie. Thank you, Jody. Every year at Global, I come across pens scattered around at various booths here with adorable puppies for up for adoption. And they're all here by way of Florida Little Dog Rescue, a wonderful rescue who has adopted many dogs out at Global. And I wanted to find out more about them. So I was lucky enough to run into Lori Johnson, who is the head of the organization. And um, we're going to find out more about this rescue. Hi, Lori. Hi, how are you? Doing really well. Tell us a little bit about Florida Little Dog Rescue. Florida Little Dog Rescue is a 501c3 foster home-based rescue. We are based in the Orlando area, so our foster homes cover Central Florida. Um, And we've been an official, our own official division since 2009. Before that, we were the little dog division of Tassie Big Dog Rescue, which is where I grew up. But we grew bigger, so we became our own separate rescue. 
So what's the process like, let's say, when somebody comes to Global and they see one of your puppies and they fall in love? What happens? Well, the process at Global is if they see a puppy, they fall in love, we still have them go to our website, fill out the application. We still go through the screening process with them, do the vet checks, the reference checks, all of that. The nice thing about Global is that everybody here is in the pet industry. So I would say about 99% of the people here understand what it takes to responsibly own a pet. And they're very pro-rescue, which is awesome. So they understand that rescue dogs you know, need a little bit of time to settle in and learn that this is home. So we have have them go through that and then if after the screening process everybody feels it's a match then we make sure that they are able to get their pup home so we verify that they have a plane ticket booked to go in cabin or that they are driving home and after that then we do the paperwork and they sign the contract and they're able to take their pup home and all pups leave with the appropriate supplies necessary for their travel. That is so exciting. I actually uh, ran into a friend of mine here yesterday who had adopted Bella Rose. Melanie. Melanie. Okay, so Melanie adopted Bianca from me five years ago here at Global. And she will tell you I gave her such a hard time (laughs) because Bianca was not a fan of other dogs and um, a little um, skittish and nervous. She almost didn't come with me that day. And Melanie convinced me that Bianca was going to be her dog and that they were a match. And sure enough, the first dog Bianca had ever liked was Melanie's other dog. And so um, I've actually visited with her when I've gone to New York and we've stayed in close touch and everything. And then when she came to the show this year, she let me know that her Bella had passed away this past fall and she was devastated. And she looked down and saw Bella Rose and it was love at first sight. Who could blame her? That face. Oh my God. You'll have to see pictures of Bella Rose. You'll see them on the site. She is absolutely stunning. And I have no doubt because obviously staying in touch and following Bianca you know they're always dressed impeccably and yesterday when she came to pick up Bella Rose she said I'm going to be 10 minutes late I'm running to get this custom made harness just for her and before Bella's adoption paperwork was signed she was in a full blinged out harness with a special leash and she had everything that she needed so um, I even got pictures last night from the hotel so really and truly a perfect match for her. Melanie is a great dog mom so I don't think Bella could have landed much better any other like great stories from Global this year? I guess my favorite story from Global this year is every year it's like a little bit of a reunion, which is kind of nice for us because I spend the first day with all of the previous adopters coming up and giving us updates on their pups, and some of them even bring their pups here, so that's really nice. One of our dogs two years ago was adopted by a wonderful um, gentleman named Austin and his wife. And he came up this year and he's like, look, look, I've been looking for you. I have to see you. He has a tattoo of Tugboat, which is his dog's name, on his hand now. He actually had the silhouette done and had a tattoo done. And he's like, he's my best friend. We love him so much. And he's like, look, and it's like right here on the inside of his finger. And it's a silhouette of him laying down. And he's like, see, he will always be with me, always and forever. Thank you so much. You made our family complete. And then last year they had come back and adopted another dog from us to go with Tugboat. So it just, you know, makes your heart full to hear these stories. Lori, where can people find you and learn more information? Our website is floridalittledogrescue.com. We're also on Facebook, Florida Little Dog Rescue, the official fan page. And you can find us on Instagram, Florida Little Dog Rescue, and Twitter is FLLDR. Perfect. Thank you. It's so great to meet you, to hear a little bit more about Florida Little Dog Rescue. Continue doing great work, and we're really glad that you're here. Thank you, Lori. 
Thank you so much. And we're always so happy to be here at Global. We're going to pause here to take a quick break from our sponsor. So refresh that beverage, get cozy, and we'll be right back. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back. Right after we kibble a little with our sponsors. So now I've got this pack of four Sharpay rescue dogs. Jimmy, Coco, another Sharpay, one pug, who is Joe. I have stuck with the Dynavite for, oh my goodness, probably five, six years. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E.com. People remark on really how well my dogs look, what beautiful coats they've got. I tell them, yep, they get a regular diet of Dynavite with every meal. Dynavite is nutrition. All I have to do is say dog food. It's a pandemonium. They can be half asleep, and they're up and thrilled. She just looks that bowl squeaky clean. You don't need to wait until a problem presents itself. It's far better to keep the dog happy and healthy at all times. Dynavite for life. You won't believe how happy your dog will be. People do ask how they get Dynavite. I tell them I get my Dynavite from D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back. You're listening to Bark and Swagger on Pet Life Radio, and I'm Jody Miller Young, your host. If you read the Bark and Swagger blog, you might remember several stories I did on a company called Bark and Bag whose carriers I love and are always coming up with new and and cool and exciting things. And I'm here at the show with David Fine, the head of Bark and Bag. And like I knew he would, he came up with something that he's debuting here that is very interesting. Um, It's their cork line. And David, tell us a little bit about it. Hi. Hi. This year we're focusing on our new line called Sauvignon Blanc, which is a cork-based line. Everything that in the new line is made with cork or trimmed in cork. And how can you turn cork into a fabric, I guess you're wondering? I was wondering that, actually, just now. (laughs) When they cut the corks out of the renewable cork for wine bottles, they're left with a huge perforated sheet of cork. They take that sheet, they pulverize it, boil it, and then they put it under very high pressure... It's like turning carbon into a diamond, and it turns it into a beautiful, soft, very pliable fabric. Oh, and it is. It's very soft, and it has that look of cork, so it's got kind of that organic feel to it. And this bag in particular is trimmed in a colored cork, yeah? Yes. Sticking with our wine theme, we trimmed it in a a Bordeaux color with our natural cork. Yes. And if you feel the cork, it has a a hand-like leather. Yet yeah, it's more durable than leather. Yeah, and it's obviously it's waterproof. It is water resistant, not waterproof, because okay. it does have seams in it, so water can't get through. Okay, good distinction. Now, what we're looking at here, and you'll see photos as well, is we've got sort of like a uh, crossbody bag, but a large one. It's a sling bag that'll hold a the dog sling. up to about ten pounds. Great. It has a front pocket for all your accessories. And it also comes with a tether to secure the dog. And unlike most um, slings, the tether can go on either side, so it can be either a left or a right side bag. 
perfect. Now next to it, we've got a really beautiful chartreuse, you know, very popular color this season. Travel bag in what, a canvas with cork, you know, Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, it's a natural canvas bag, and all the trim on it is cork. It has a full zipper pocket on the front. On the back, I call this the AARP handle because <laughs> it helps you get it over your shoulder. <laughs> yeah, I can relate. Believe me, David, I can relate. <laughs> and then as you, when you get opening the bag, you have locking zippers that are YKK zippers. And when you press the zipper down, you can't move it. So therefore, when the dog is in or cat's in, they can't nose the bag open. You have to pull it forward and to release it. We have a roll-top mesh with a removable satin lining. Nice. And for the ventilation, we're using portholes with grommets, so you can sneak your pet in easier. You get the same ventilation as you do with mesh, only in a more stylish way. And this is airline approved? It is airline approved. Uh, it is just... At the level of airline approval, so but it does have give, so you can get it um, under the seats. Perfect. Again, you'll see photos of this. It comes in a couple of really nice colors. You never disappoint. There's also a, a canvas uh, in a black, gray, and white camo with a cork trim. A couple of different styles of bags. Uh, talk a little bit about this. This is nice. This is like a weekender. <laughs> That's what a couple of people actually bought it for themselves for a weekender. See, I know. It, I, don't, I don't blame them. It's very cool looking. Again, we're working with the grommets and the holes for the ventilation. But you do have a full mesh panel for the side door, the locking zipper heads, and it's a very unique camo because it's our own prints. Oh, so it's your own design. I like that. Very nice. And uh, uh, what, 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 two, what are the dimensions of this approximately? Uh, this is 20 by 11 by 11, okay. and this will hold up to a 22-pound dog, and the smaller one is 18 by 10 by 10 for a 16-pound max. Perfect. You were going to say something that I so rudely interrupted you in the middle of. Do you remember? No. (laughs) Okay. That happens to me all the time. These are beautiful. Again, look for pictures of this. Remind people where they can find you. Uh, You can find us at BarkingBag.com. We have a store locator online where you can find the stores with the products. Perfect. Thank you so much, David. Uh, Thank you. Good seeing you again. You too. Some of you may have heard me mention the Worthy Dog in the past, and I've done stories on them on my blog. Um, They are a fashion-forward, yet very affordable, wonderful company that makes T-shirts and dresses and sweaters and coats and all sorts of things for dogs. Um, I actually carry them on the Bark and Swagger Boutique. I am especially in love with their matching dresses and little boy shirts. And since we talked to them at Global last time, there are definitely new patterns. So I'm going to let Jill Kemna, the sales manager for The Worthy Dog, tell you a little bit about what they have to offer in this line, and then we'll talk about some of their new, new stuff. Hey, Jill. Hi. Good morning. Or actually, it's afternoon. It's now afternoon. I know the time is flying. (laughs) Your brain leaks out. Um, Yes. What we've done is there is different materials and there's different patterns. So we have the seersucker, which has the actual embroidery. And then we have printed materials. Um, the newness that we've had in the last couple of years would be anything with a nautical theme. So you'll see the whale on there. Um, you'll also see sharks have done well. And then we've also carried it over into our rain jackets. Our rain jackets have the seersucker 
um, and the embroidery in the inside. So those patterns have done really well because, of, I mean, the weather's crazy nowadays. It's either... You just never know. Right. So this is kind of a more all-purpose. Um, it's not very heavy, but it protects your dog and it gives you that fun and functionality. Yeah, and it's it's got a great look for spring and summer between the seersuckers and the fun prints, cherries and madras and and fruits and nautical as jill mentioned um then something that's new this year is you've got your fur your faux fur jackets the fun fun functionality and what we've done in this is just some very neutral colors Um, we just took three patterns the animal print that we have the leopard is a little bit more of the fashion forward whereas these are just the good neutral colors so yeah we're excited to see what happens with them and what people are able to do with them this time of year and you know the thing that's so wonderful is faux fur has become really high quality you know it's very soft it's very plush yeah it's a feel-good thing and also how fun is it for your furry dog to wear a fake fur (laughs) exactly (laughs) and it's ethical so that's always great you'll be able to see photos of all of this on the bark and swagger page of the pet life radio site uh so check it out jill thank you so much and have a great show stopping in i appreciate it for those of us who travel We'd like to find ways and travel with our dogs, our pets. We'd like to find ways to make things a little bit easier, maybe streamline things a little bit. But of course, do it in a stylish way. So I came across a company here called Rado Pet Travel Systems, and it indeed fits the bill. I'm here with Cecilia Georgie from the company, and she's going to tell us more about it. Hey, Cecilia. Hi. How are you guys, all of you? Yes, we, we are a luggage company and we have seen around a lot of people traveling with bags, uh, blankets, pampers and uh, anything else for their pets. And it seemed to be a niche of travelers that needed some support. So we have created a pod, a very fashionable and, and uh, a nice uh, little pet carrier that is, has the characteristic to be pulled behind the trolley so the the traveler just has to hold his own uh, carry-on and just have the pet following along which makes life much easier for the pet and for its owner it can also be stuck on top of the trolley like a regular backpack or business bag but both of our our friends are gonna be uh, much better off because they're gonna have a airline approved uh, product that they can use to to go to holidays or to go to business together without having to be apart absolutely and the the carrier it looks you know sort of similar to a regular pet carrier a traditional pet carrier but it has a solid bottom with wheels on it that you can remove once you get uh, to your destination or on the plane. So your dog or cat can be in, you know, what's kind of like a normal carrier under the seat, but one that has more substance on the bottom of it. And then at the front of the carrier, it attaches via, you know, sturdy tethers to your wheelie case. And, you know, as Cecilia said, you can just pull it along with your case and it can it won't you know knock into it because it's separated by this sturdy fasteners on either side it also comes in colors tell us a little bit about yeah the different colors that you offer 
Yeah, we are a little bit traditional, so we went with the black, the silver and the red, just to start with. Then maybe we're going to start with the little flowers, but at the moment we want to be classic and especially have a product that is elegant, because it's not because you're traveling with the pet that you want to look like a lost one. You want to be still <laughs> in, in fashion. Absolutely. Always, always. Um, tell us a little bit about, this is an Italian luggage company and tell us a little bit about you know what it's made from so people can get an idea and then I'll, I'll uh, show some pictures on on the page as well so they could see so the the case is a rigid case made of uh, 100% ABS it's a very light case and uh, with all the feature one may want which means uh, four double wheels expandable TSA lock integrated top uh, opening so it makes life easier very sturdy trolley system but uh, we have added something that it's not common in the luggage industry which is a symbol which is the famous symbol of the radio famous in the sense that it's a very ancient etruscan celtic alphabet made of letters called runes and one of these is the radio which looks like an r and actually it's the it's an ancient symbol to that was meant to protect travelers and the journeys intended also like the journey of life so we adapted this symbol put it everywhere on our case and it's very big very visible just to make a sense of protection because traveling it's also sometimes an adventure and we want to have Everything we can on our side. So yep. even, <laughs> even luck and magic. <laughs> That's a great story. Uh, you also said that you are a company that's conscious about rescue. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we, well, yeah. We don't want to brag about it, but since I'm a fanatic uh, pet owner, I even own a turkey and a couple of hens, but don't say oh, anybody wow. because I live in an <laughs> area where I shouldn't have them around. But anyhow... So I have a little, uh, we, we, we give part of our incomes to, to a local uh, place, but it's okay, it's okay. Well, that's lovely, Cecilia. Don't shy away from that. That's beautiful. Giving back is important and they need us. Where can people find you? Actually, practically nowhere, in the sense that we are just launching the company. So we're gonna, you can uh, contact me at uh, info at radioluggage.com or just go to the website, which I repeat it, radio, written R-A-I-D-O, luggage.com. And, uh, and from there, we, we can ship you goods, etc. We expect them to be landing in a month or so. So, yes, it's a, it's a hot product in the sense that we are just taking it oven, uh, out of the oven now. Well, you heard it here first, everyone. Um, this is a brand new product, not even here yet. It'll be available come, let's say, the end of March, beginning of April. Yes, because we're in February now, let's say April of 2020, and it's called RADO, R-A-I-D-O, Luggage Company. So, yeah, check it out. Look for it. Thank you so much, Cecilia. Oh, thank you to you guys. Thank you very much for coming over. It's been a year, and like just one or two other dog space friends of mine that I visit every year, I visit Luna Blue every year. And its founder and owner, Yoshiko Hishida. 
and this year is going to be no different. She has beautiful, beautiful clothes and accessories for dogs. And there's things that are new this year that uh, Yoshi's going to tell us about. So tell us about some. Great. Hi, Wissasol. Thank you for having me back. Um, Yeah, we created uh, three different new designs. Of course, we kept the Chanel line, but it's one of those what's in my bag collection. And we kind of had fun with that because obviously a lot of people want to show what they have in the bag. And we kind of emphasize that on our tanks. And then we also have our new Gertie line, which is popular with a sneaker because a sneaker is a fame fad thing right now. And we have the motorcycle for the boys. And then our newest, newest collection is the Furry Vuitton. The Furry Vuitton is a colorful, more spring-forwarded, you know, uh, poppy color, uh, aside from the, you know, more classic look. So I think it's going to be a new thing that everybody wants to, you know, have in the wardrobe. Well, all of the things that you create really pop. You know, you've got a really nice balance of color and really nice fabrics and then some bling, you know. So it works. It's just kind of like eye candy. Well, I try to get everything all in the bag, right? You got to put it all and everything on there, but yeah, but you don't want to overdo it. So I try to spread it out as much as I can, and then kind of feel out the customer's needs, and of course, most importantly, the trend of fashion right now, you know, which has to be incorporated as well. Absolutely. And what are you seeing as some of the key trends that you chose to incorporate here? I know you said sneaker, um, but talk to us about a couple of others. Color. Yeah, color, um, you know, there's only so many colors you can put on a dog that matches on a human. So, but I know that the more uh, lively, um, you know, cotton candy kind of colors are more spring and summer. So I'm trying trying to bring that kind of color in. And then in the winter time, in the fall, I'll, fo- I'll focus more on the, you know, the down to earth kind of color. Absolutely. In addition to the things that we're focusing on that's new, you also, you know, provide, make, create things for dogs that are some more accessory type items. Tell us about those. Well, the accessories we've also launched on the harnesses, leather harnesses. Um, That's something that I I always wanted to do um, because not all dogs wear clothing obviously so the harness is more it uses 100% leather it's very very soft and um, it has a matching leash to it so we started off with that this year which is brand new for the accessories very nice and then you also have blankets you have blankets that match your collections right yes we have uh, actually they're cafe mats they're mats so the dogs can rest on it Um, maybe not so sleep on it but they can definitely rest yeah it's so funny people they're I see trends in, even in terminology, describing, you know, certain things like now they're cafe mats, you know, because people love to take their dogs everywhere more and more, and they want them to be comfortable too, just like us. So it's, it's just interesting what I've noticed. This stuff is beautiful, as always. Thank you so much for talking to me, Yoshi. And where can people find you? Oh, they can find me everywhere. I'm pretty much flying everywhere. But um, our, obviously our retail store is in Honolulu, Hawaii. So if anybody is out in Hawaii, um, please visit us at the Waikiki Shopping Plaza. And also on your website? Yes, they can also, or more so the Instagram. Okay. We're more heavily on Instagram than I think the website because that needs to be updated you know, so often. But if people want to buy and they don't happen to be coming through Hawaii? Uh, they can purchase through Instagram. It, it has a shop now. Uh-huh. Oh, perfect. I didn't know that. Okay, so tell me, it's just Luna Blue? Yes, Luna Blue, Hawaii. Perfect. Thank you so much. Thank you. If you're like me, you're always looking for ways to feed your dog more responsibly. I personally choose not to eat meat or poultry, but I'm not judging anybody who does. I feed my dogs meat. I want to know as best I can where it comes from and that the animals on the farms 
from where it comes are treated well and don't experience any undue stress and pain. And so it really interested me when I came across these two ladies, Eileen Kelly and Jean Finney from Farmhounds, who told me all about how they source the treats that they offer. And so I want to introduce you to them, and they can tell us a little bit more about what they've learned, which I think is beneficial to us. Hello, Eileen. Hello, Jean. Hello, Jody. Thanks for having us on your show. Hey, Jody. Thanks so much for having us. It's my pleasure. So first, tell everybody what it is that you do. So at Farmhounds, what we do is we're also very concerned with making a product that we can feel really good about. And so when we decided to get into this business, we were really inspired by a farm in particular called White Oak Pastures in Bluffton, Georgia, and their approach to how they approach raising agriculture for for food. So we decided to source from them, and we take product directly from this farm. We dehydrate it, and then we package it, and we allow the consumer to know exactly where it came from. And in this case, it would be White Oak Pastures. We now partner with other farms that have a similar philosophy of how they treat and raise their animals. And the philosophy is really about, it's about humane treatment. It's also about regenerative farming practices. Yeah, I was really interested in this. Tell, tell us more. Yeah, so regenerative farming is about, um, it's really taking sustainability a, a huge step forward. So as you probably know, we lose a, a ton of topsoil across the world globally every year. Um, and you cannot just sustain that because sustaining it means we'll continue to, um, to have an issue with our Um, with the heating up of the earth. So this is a global warming issue as well. So when you look at Africa and the great uh, migrating tribes across the Serengeti, these are huge groups of ruminant animals moving across a grassland, eating, fertilizing, and moving on so that that grassland gets fertilized, cropped, and allowed time to rest and regenerate. So we learned about something called the Serengeti grazing model from Will Harris, who's at White Oak Pastures. And we were inspired and excited and we could not wait to work with someone like Will. And we also felt like the way that, so Will institutes that's on on white oak pastures, so he uses that grazing model. They have multi-species, they rotate um, cattle, sheep, goats, chickens across the land. And the soil is regenerated because of this movement. So we're able to support him and, and other farms like him by providing another income stream to them by buying their products. So we get to support their work and they're regenerating the soil and uh, enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. What was really interesting to me too was how when you and I were talking, you explained how one type of species will graze and in the process of doing that, they'll turn the soil, they'll trim the, you know, the, the grass or whatever it is, and they'll do whatever they do to it. And then when they leave, then it has time to regenerate. But by different species grazing on the same lands in sort of a rotational, so they all do different things to the land? They do. So cattle 
are large ruminants and they have a split hoof so they're going to crop and eat a different part of the grass at a different at a different stage of the grass's life and then they're also going to fertilize that by eating it consuming it and defecating it and then another small ruminant like a sheep or a goat is going to come through and eat another part of the grass maybe a lower part and do their work and then a chicken is going to come along and scratch the ground and open that ground up and turn some of that other fertilizer ahead of them so it's that multi-species focus on you know regenerating and allowing that pasture to be cropped fertilized rest and recuperate and what that does is it allows those roots to become very very strong down in the ground which supports that soil so it's really the soil you know the grass is really like the skin of the earth protecting that soil and that's what they do So this speaks to the big methane problem that, you know, has gotten a lot of attention with factory farming, which breaks my heart. This is a way to prevent that. Absolutely. So what it does is it it shows us kind of another way. And this is really, you know, everything old is new again, right? So, uh, you know, the further back you go, when you look at the way that things used to be done, um, as opposed to the commercialization and the stresses that the commercial farming industry puts on the land and the removing of topsoil, this type of farming, regenerative farming, does what the name says. It's going to regenerate this topsoil that we continue to lose. So a lot of times these guys will talk about the fact that, hey, we're we're grass farmers, but we use ruminant animals to farm our grass. And that is what they're doing. You know, they're regenerating the soil. Yeah, they're building grass. Very, very cool. And you said that many of these small farms also sort of act as the abattoir for the animals as well. So they raise these animals. They give them a natural habitat, you had mentioned. You know, they create environments for them where they can live in as close to their wild or natural habitat as possible. And then they humanely, I guess, end their lives for meat. Yes. So when you think about agriculture raised for meat, um, we talk about you know, being able to watch them do what they do. There's nothing more peaceful than to sit on your porch and watch a ruminant animal graze and move on and ruminate and do their thing. So it's if you can do that, you know that you're doing something right for that animal. There's no stress. Um, and like I said, most of them are focused on humane treatment all the way up to and including their, their last day or their one, their one bad day. And you visited some of these farms, yeah? We have, yes. We've spent time um, at White Oak Pastures. We've been to uh, Polyface in Virginia. Incredible. These guys have their own. Joel Salatin and Will Harris, if you haven't Googled them or watched them on YouTube, their TED Talks, these guys are, they're incredible, they're inspiring, and uh, we love learning from them. And they're they're farmers who are looking to change the world and and to help people get into farming again. You know, young, young families who can... Uh, you know, who want to farm and want to, and want to do it successfully and, and make a living, and they can. So just sort of to end with the products that you guys offer? So uh, farmhounds, and we do bagged treats and bulk treats. Um, they're available online, and we also wholesale. We're here at Global Pet Wholesaling. These are jerky treats, so we make poultry uh, jerkies. We do whole bird grinds that are nice kind of breakable training size treats. Um, we also dehydrate organs, tongue, kidney, uh, heart, and liver. Liver is a big, big favorite for all you trainers out there. This is your high value treat. And uh, yeah, so uh, yeah. Lots well, of um, where, where can people find you? 
So farmhounds.com, you can order online directly from us. And we're in about uh, 350 retailers. And uh, hopefully after Global, we'll be in, you know, maybe double that after today. Uh, But uh, farmhounds.com, F-A-R-M-H-O-U-N-D-S.com. Perfect. Thank you so much. Thank you, Jody. What a pleasure meeting you. I hope you've had as much fun as I have discovering new brands, learning important info to better care for our babies, and hearing wonderful stories of rescues like Beasley's. I want to thank you for listening. Thank our producer, Mark Winter, for making us sound so good. Thank you, Mark. So until next time, when fierce fashion calls, bark and swagger. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.